Well, looky who. <laughs> What's going on? Say say hello, Druid. That oh okay, so I see what she's gonna. She doesn't like to be 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 bossed around. So <laughs> hi she everybody. Really don't. <laughs> uh, it's true. I, I was I wasn't being sarcastic. I was being damn serious. Um, hi everybody. Uh, I'm Stormy D, and that little lady over there is. Hi. I'm Druid IRL, and I stream. There you go. There Sometimes. You go. Thank you for, for introducing yourself. And we are bandwidthin banter. <clears throat> and apparently the, the, the banter is the, the banter foo is is uh, snarky and spicy with this one today. A little bit. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. And uh, do our our usual intro. Uh, hi guys, we'll make it quick since we already started. Uh, <laughs> We had Nahomi on last week. Just an incredible interview. We're so lucky to yes. have her. Thank you, Nahomi, for being uh, being incredible and amazing. And uh, tonight we have a special guest called uh, named Colmere. And uh, so we're we're gonna jump straight to all of the 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 comedic questioning action. Uh, and we're honored to have Colmere on. Uh, so here we go. Say hello to yourself. Oh, say hello, Colmir. <laughs> <laughs> hello, hello. I am Colmir. I am another of the streamers on this podcast, following in the footsteps of many great people. And uh, I play games and play music. Right on. That's perfect. Uh, exactly. <laughs> one of the one of the I, I was telling Druid one of the things that excited me most about having you on on the stream is that you are, are basically our first primary primarily a music streamer and it's it's really an honor to have someone with your talent and skill on the show today and uh i really appreciate you to take some time uh to hang out with us especially when we have these crazy tech issues um we i promise we'll have a backup next time that we'll be able to go <laughs> back to it like instant like within seconds instead of however long that took um Thank you guys for being patient with us too. You guys are amazing. So, uh, yeah, thank you, chat, for the emotional support. Yes, yes. <clears throat> um, so, uh, are you ready to jump into some interesting and fun questions today, M Master Cole? Oh, couldn't be more ready. All right, all right. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> like, yeah, they're no, like, stormy. I've been no, sitting like, on okay, my got it. Yeah. long waiting. <laughs> no, <laughs> oh, no. Um, Druid gets us to kick this one off today. I do. <laughs> Here we are. All right. Please share a boring fact about yourself. Ooh. All right. This one's like the hardest question probably, but I was thinking about this and I think the most boring thing about me is that anytime I go to a new pizza place, I get a margarita pizza to test the quality of the pizza place. So I'm eating the same kind of pizza all the time. I love it. That's actually pretty cool. Uh, you and I have something similar in, in common in that uh, anytime I go to a new Mexican restaurant, I always try their guacamole to see if I will like them or not. <laughs> exactly. You got to know. got to get that bar that's, set. That's right. That's right. <clears throat> um, so, uh, Colmere, uh, this is the question that we ask everybody, and, and it's one of the questions that, that lot, lots of folks are curious about. Uh, how do you pick your Twitch how did you pick your Twitch name and what was the inspiration? This is awful. I'm just the worst self-doxer of all time, but Colmere is just my last name. 
nothing <laughs> wrong. If you want to find me, you want to, you know, you know, you could find me. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's great. I mean, honestly, nowadays it, it's like uh, that's how you promote yourself. You know, like there's there's all all kinds of people on YouTube and Twitch and stuff who actually just use their name and it simplifies things. So. It's true. Yeah, you and Stormy have that in common. Mm. Um, Colmere, what D&D class do you consider yourself to be in real life? This is probably not a surprise, but a bard. Because I like the music. I like encouraging other people and pushing other people to hopefully reach their, you know, dreams, hopes, max uh, attack given, mm -hmm. whatever it might be. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we're going to go bard. Absolutely. Perfect answer, sir. Bardalicious. <clears throat> Bardmere. Um, on that note, <laughs> Mr. Bard, what is your favorite <laughs> instrument and how many can you play? Uh, my favorite instrument, lately especially, has been the piano mm -hmm. because uh, I watch a lot of music theory, music videos. I do a lot of music theory stuff. And the piano is just easiest for me to grasp these new concepts that I'm learning. Mm-hmm. And during Christmas time, I do play, I find myself playing more piano than other instruments. Mm -hmm. But uh, I play the piano, the guitar, um, the bass is the newest one. And then I did percussion throughout my schooling years. So that's started as drum set, but you know, went into like four mallet, marimba, vibraphone. Percussion's kind of a big blob of a lot of instruments sometimes, but can play a bunch of those mediumly well. Nice. Very cool. Uh, do you have a favorite and or go-to song that you like to play on stream the most? That's a good question. I feel like I do play... Um, I play a couple local... Like songs from local bands to where I live oftentimes. Mm -hmm. And so they're, gonna just, they're just obscure to everyone else. But yeah, one's called Oak Tree by Desert Noises or Butter for Burns by the Devil Whale. And those are kind of go-tos um, that I've been playing for like 12 years now. Oh, wow. I, That's the awesome. names on those sound amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely make me want to listen to you play them. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, I think the next one's yours. I was going to jump ahead. Sorry. No, number six is yours. Oh, it is. Yes, thank you. Uh, I'm a little bamboozled. It's okay. Bamboozled? <laughs> No, it's, I feel it's it's good. How long have you been into disc golf, and how did you get into it? Ah, all right. You guys, this is like hot ones. You guys do your research. Um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, disc golf. I started playing six or seven months before COVID hit, which happened to be when disc golf blew up, like many other things. Um, yeah, you know, easy to get out and go play hobby. So, mm -hmm. what is that? 29 like september of 2019 i want to say yeah. so a little over four years now mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. wow i forgot to bring up my discs for disc golf i was gonna bring them up here and be like like this one yeah. <laughs> but i also was unprepared today but yes i also really do enjoy disc, disc golf it's very, very fun. fun it's very fun mm -hmm. um, um yeah sorry go ahead Please share the stupidest face you've ever shared on stream. Oh, 
Like you want me to do it? Yes, please. Oh, um, I'm trying to. Oh man, I feel like Homie's probably seen it, but I've done a lot of like, like look at the camera of Eric. I've used, I've hidden behind my green screen sometimes with just my eyes poking out while Leaf was telling a story. But I, I feel like I'm very facial, like with it. With I'm using the wrong words here, but I'm very reactive, like reactive with my face. So I do a lot of like that kind of stuff. I just like yeah. I do a lot of hiding. I think though. Mm-hmm. Ah. So. so is that is that what the you're creating like fun little masks for entertainment value? I don't think I just I think I'm just a. I make weird faces all the time, so it comes natural. I don't think twice about it. Really, yeah. I'm not like this will be good. I'm just like, once something is going on in my head, I just roll with it, which has led to me dancing on stream or throwing my green screen off and things like that. So, yep, I think the three of us have that in common. We could we could uh, get together one day on on some sort of collab and have a have a a face off. (laughs) I make weird faces all the time. Yeah, you do. (laughs) Um. Uh, so switching gears a little bit, here's a, here's a good standard question that people are curious about. Uh, what drew you to Twitch? Yeah, so what drew me to Twitch originally, which was like four years ago now, um, with quite a large break in the middle, but I found myself playing a lot of games with friends, primarily Rocket League at the time. Mm-hmm. And I loved the like hanging out with friends part of gaming, but was like missing so many games on like, my catalog of what I wanted to play. So combining being with friends, whether watching them and then eventually doing it myself and playing the games that I've been neglecting kind of drew me here to try it. Mm -hmm. Um, But for a viewing perspective, it was just, you know, seeing friends of mine, meeting new people and sense of community Mm -hmm. in a shared interest being video games originally. Right on. on. Uh, what did friends and family think when you told them you first planned on streaming? Don't use our last name. <laughs> like, you don't know good. what's going to happen. Someone's going to like come for us. I was like, no one's coming for us. Nobody cares who we are. Uh, <laughs> and uh, they were, and then they ended up being supportive, not to the point of like watching really, but my sister um, back when my like first year streaming. So a couple years ago now for Christmas made a YouTube video of like a montage of clips um, for like my Christmas gift, which was super nice. It was like a minute yeah. and a half and I loved it and I still love it. You know, it's yeah. kind of fun to see that. I feel like I have all these new clips now though, from these last few months that I need to get on a montage somewhere, but yeah. You know. Yep. Yep. Um, yep. Uh, so what, uh, on that note, what struggles did you deal with when you first started streaming? Um, that's a good question. Consistency has always been hard for me. I've never really had a good schedule or anything like that. Um, I can talk to myself for a long time, so that hasn't been a huge issue of mine. Um, it's, but it it obviously can get hard when you're just, if you're going on for a few hours and you've just kind of been chatting with like nobody or one person for a couple minutes here and there, that can be tough, but I, I usually just have a harder time with just staying consistent and um, continuing on playing, like finishing games even sometimes. Like right now is a hard thing for me because it's just time uh, with life. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I understand how difficult it is to finish a game. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. yeah. Horizon Zero Dawn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to send you my face. Anyways, um, Colmier. Uh, what tips can you share with future streamers? That was for the new follower. Thank you. Oh, well, banger. but no, that was also to Colmere. The and second Colmere, one was, a, was specifically you. just to Colmere. So, <laughs> um, tips to new streamers would be to just try it and not fit into anybody's boxes. Mm. Um, I am all about you know authenticity and doing what you want to do, not what you think other people want you to do. I mean, mm -hmm. like I understand if you're trying to get people to watch you, you're gonna sometimes you do a little bit of things that you know think you think people will like to see or whatnot but ultimately uh authenticity will you know make you happy and uh, help you to grow true connections mm -hmm. i think so yeah agreed well yeah. said <clears throat> we have a we have a streamer philosopher to, here in the house tonight with us. <laughs> <laughs> fellow fellow philosopher so um uh What do you enjoy most about streaming, Colmir? Definitely the friendships I've made and the people I've met. I look at like the games I've been able to beat, some of my like bigger accomplishments, whether that's a speed running time or beating like a hard challenge on Hollow Knight or whatever like kind of random thing. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, those those moments are great, but I'm always like immediately to the chat after because I'm so excited to have shared that with people I know and care about. Yeah. I don't have like a, I'm not just like talking to random people all the time. It's usually, you know, a few friends that I can trust and they're actually my friends. Like I can send them messages about what's going on in life and things mm -hmm. like that. Great. So it's been incredible to have these friendships and I'm, I've been able to meet a couple of them in real life and I'll meet a couple more next year and yeah. hopefully more after that. So indeed. <laughs> Can't wait. <clears throat> um, how long have you been playing video games? And what was the first one you ever played? Uh, I think the first console we ever had in my house was a Nintendo 64. But my uncle had one of the Sega handhelds. And I don't remember the specific name. And he had this X-Men side-scroller that was so much fun, like a platformer game. Mm -hmm. And I remember just playing that over and over, as well as uh, my grandma's Super Nintendo, the baseball game that's kind of at the beginning of Princess Bride. He's playing it. And uh, so those two games are my first memories of uh, games I ever tried. I didn't beat them. I was like probably six or seven years old when mm -hmm. I was trying those, but maybe younger, honestly. And it kind of took off from there yep oh i love that i know He's i crying. do too that's awesome um on that again like segueing into that what is your favorite thing and least favorite thing that you have streamed oh that's a great question favorite thing i've streamed Ooh, that's tough that's tough because like it's not necessarily my favorite game i have to think about like the experience with streaming it Mm -hmm. um that's a great question probably i'm gonna go on recency bias right now 
Perfect. But probably Cocoon, which I know other friends have streamed recently from the makers of Limbo and Inside was like a really that was very much self-satisfaction. Like it wasn't like necessarily how many people were watching me or the chat. I just remember feeling good mm -hmm. because it was like a cool puzzle game that I really enjoyed. So that's a little bit of recency bias. Least favorite thing. I've tried to think of like a game I've truly not enjoyed and didn't pursue it further on stream. And I can't think of what it would be right now. Oh man, I'm sorry. I'm blanking okay. on like least favorite thing, but okay. I think I've tried a few indie games in the past that just really didn't stick with me, but I am quick to like put those down. Like I'll try them for an hour and be like, this is not for me. Mm -hmm. I'm going to hop on something different. So yeah. I get you. I get you a hundred percent. Um, if you can visit any of the video game worlds that you have played, which one would it be and why? Oh, gosh. That's tough. Well, I mean, it's hard because any Souls game is kind of a complicated place to visit, unless I'm visiting those worlds in their heyday, because <laughs> um, that might be a little bit better. Right. Because, mm -hmm. um, like, you know, Firelink Shrine would be a pretty cool place to sit and relax. But mm -hmm. I'm going to have to go with Hollow Nest from Hollow Knight. Mm. The, uh, I think in terms of world building, it's one of my favorite worlds I've played a game in with mm -hmm. just dense, beautiful lore that is very soulsy in terms of in the details. Mm -hmm. And uh, I just picture sitting in one of those benches, looking out at like the city of tears with like the rain falling. And it's just, yeah. it's something, it's like a dream. <laughs> Love that. Nice. Nice. Uh, Love that. So, Comir, what was your favorite speed run that you've done? And do you actually like speed running? Do I actually like it? That's a good question. Because <laughs> sometimes I'm not so sure. Um, <laughs> yeah, recently I've gotten, I finally, I just published my first submitted run on speedrun.com, which felt really good Ooh, uh, for the great. Hollow Knight, uh, no major glitches, any percent. And even though I'm only like 150 out of like 800, it felt really good to like have that time and get that. So I do love speedrunning Hollow Knight. Um, but uh, lately, I've been enjoying Hyperlight Drifter, which is another indie pixel art title uh, that I just think is really fun because it's very intense on the combat. And mm -hmm. that's kind of new for me. And I enjoy it more than just pure platforming. Adds a little bit of RNG, and I kind of like that. Every run mm -hmm. is different. Love it. I could not be a speedrunner. It's <laughs> not a good idea. I couldn't do it. <laughs> I've actually considered when we're done with the current, uh, with the current kind of little weird arc that I'm doing on Daggerfall to do a speed run because there are speed runners for Daggerfall. Uh, it requires you know you know exploits and stuff like that, but uh, it could be different. It'd be fun. I think that'd be great. Interesting. Um. <laughs> uh, yeah. No. I I can't do anything in games fast. Uh. <laughs> I don't know, you're getting excited. pretty efficient in Minecraft blocks, but yeah. <laughs> That's a skill. Actually, that I could I could try it. Anyways, never mind. We're not going to get on that topic right now. Because <laughs> um, I need to ask this very important question. Agreed. Um, will you ever do an actual review of toilets on your podcast? I will. I've talked about this before <laughs> with a couple people <laughs> from 
who are from this, uh, you know, who I met via Stormy. Yeah. And uh, I've I have a I have a couple toilets in mind. So specific toilets. I am so excited. I can't <laughs> wait. Make sure you send us that video, buddy. <laughs> or if it's I live. Yeah, I, I just do the just on like audio uh, right. format, but still. Right. Um, my parents have one that scares me because it's you know, it's like welcoming. It opens and like sprays like before you like even get to it. And so <laughs> that one will be my high end, and then my low end will be We'll figure it out, but I got some train station bathroom experiences. <laughs> oh, so train station. They're not even bathrooms. They're just maybe holes in the oh, ground. Oh, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I like it. I like it. So uh, on that note, since we've opened up that topic about uh, uh, about your podcast, please share with the viewers the name of your podcast, that, which is the inside joke of the question. Yes. So the podcast is called Toilet Reviews. Uh, where I give you a number two review while you leave a number two uh, in the toilet is the idea. And uh, the premise is I'm just reviewing anything and everything, uh, like music. Uh, could be I've reviewed seasickness. I've reviewed COVID. Both terrible. And, uh, mm. you know, things like anything and everything. And they're typically under like 10 minutes long. I've done a few episodes with friends, uh, like no foreign included. Uh that go a little longer because it's a little more back and forth and I get a lot of enjoyment out of that conversation and we'll be doing more with other uh, friends of the stream soon. So I love it. It's fantastic. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Tell us about a moment during a stream that had a big impact on the way you view Twitch. That's a great question. I think um, it was pretty recently I was streaming and I don't even remember what I was streaming. I am a guessing it was like a hollow night speed run. And for whatever reason, it was one of those random days where people were just really generous. It wasn't like I was doing a special stream or anything. I was just streaming and people started doing, you know, gifting subs and someone who I just met who's bolt paper, who's a great, great friend of just a couple months now. You know, like probably her second or third time in my stream and donated like five subs and just like the impact of like trust and friendship with that from someone who I randomly raided. Like I was like, oh, let's raid someone. I don't know anybody on right now. It's randomly. And just like the friendship and that impact in that moment that I felt like just one small thing can like mean so much from like what felt like a stranger almost, but that ended up becoming a friend. So. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, what is, what is the weirdest sleeping dream you've ever had? Oh, sleeping dream. So as a kid, uh, I, I was in the basement of the house I lived in and I had a dream that if I stepped on the bottom step, um, a ball would roll out of this, like the, this closet across the way would crack and a ball would roll out and it happened nine times and the ball would roll out every time. And the 10th time a ring wraith from Lord of the Rings came out and would, <gasps> and snatched me and I woke up. And it might not be the weirdest thing. It's certainly one of the scariest things, but it stuck with me forever. 
where in that house, uh, my parents don't live there anymore, but they, that was when I was very young. I would never, ever step on that step for like 12 years. So, wow. Stuck with me. I still, yeah. Um, so, uh, uh, what was your favorite thing about living in Italy? My favorite thing living in Italy, um, was being a part of something different for a, for a, like, cause I was there for two years. So it was long enough that you need, like you, you live there, you feel like you live there. Mm-hmm. And so being a part of a culture that's so different, I am not, um, there are so many great places in the world and I'm happy I got to live there for a while, but just seeing the day-to-day life of like a typical person out there was so beautiful to me. Cause it felt so like, I've never lived in a city, like a big city. I'm from mm-hmm. just a smaller area. And even our biggest city where I live is very small in comparison to other places. So just seeing people, you know, living their lives and being able to talk to them and ask them about it was just really cool to me. Just being a part of something different. Right on. That's, that's, um, I can, I can relate. I, I spent some time uh, in India. I lived there for a month, not probably not as long as you did in Italy, but, uh, you, you do get that, that sense of people live a completely different way than we're used to. <clears throat> I love that. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it so much. I love to learn all the things. <laughs> I love to learn about food from other countries. Agreed. So yeah. much. Agreed. Oh, mm-hmm. that's one of the best parts of any place. Food. Um, tell us about your dancing moments on stream. Yeah, I don't even know how that first happened. I think it was Epps first. <laughs> I could be wrong, but I think it was Epps asked me to listen to a song, and it was this Ghostbusters remix song called Bustin', which I won't get into what that's about. But, <laughs> um, and I don't know what came over me, but I just decided to dance. And, and there's a, yeah, we definitely got some clips from that. And then after that, like just randomly, if, this, if certain friends were in chat and we were kind of like, it was we'd be ending stream and I'd be playing the music. And it's, I would be playing it on Spotify though. So the VODs, they're always muted. The clips are always dead silent, but just me dancing. So in hindsight, it's kind of silly. But um, yeah, I think like I did a speed run and decided I'd celebrate with Come On Eileen and just start dancing. And (laughs) it gets a little chaotic. I always end up throwing the green screen off, nervous. I'm about to hit one of my guitars. I haven't yet. And, and just start doing the Charleston or something like, you know, we just mess around and it's, beautiful it's been fun (laughs) beautiful (laughs) that's exactly what's awesome about streaming right you have these moments that you just couldn't have otherwise yeah it's just like it's a fluke and now Mm -hmm. when i first started streaming there weren't animated uh emotes and now that they are you kind of feel like people are dancing with you a little more because everyone has like dancing emotes you know or like Mm -hmm. the stormy this one is really great so (laughs) yeah so you see those and you feel like you're not alone Uh yep so it's kind of fun. I love that. Right on. Um, so get, getting, uh, getting into the, the last two uh, big questions of the main interview before we open up the floor to everybody. Uh, if you could be any superhero, which one would you choose and why? Mm. That is tough. 
Uh, I would probably have to say I'm not great with superheroes. Like I don't know the deep catalogs of superheroes, but I would. I want their power. I don't want to be them necessarily, but I think the Flash would be a great power to have. Ooh, yeah, because um, being able to get around places. Like I would never have to drive a car, so I'd improve my carbon footprint already that way. Um, <laughs> yeah, and, uh, and I could just visit uh, and see more places, and I think that's what I'd go with. Yeah. Love it. That's awesome. <clears throat> so it could literally speed run IRL. You <laughs> can speed run everything. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> Such an environmentally superpower, environmentally friendly. I love it. Um, all right, last and final question. This one is actually super important. This one's gonna make or break the universe. Apple pie or pumpkin pie? <laughs> oh, pumpkin pie. It's yeah. a, a quick quick one for me. Yeah, yeah pumpkin yep, pie. Let's, let's make pumpkin products year round. Uh, Ooh, I yep. love that. If idea. you vote me in as president, I will I'll make Trader Joe sell pumpkin products year round. They Absolutely. I, I would be Absolutely. I, I would be diabetic and as big as a house if that were the case. <laughs> it'd be so worth it though, I think. Every day. You, know, <laughs> you know, it'd be worth it. We just reinforce our chairs and that's okay. Yeah, it'll be okay. It'll be perfectly fine. I support that. I support that with all of my heart and soul. Thank uh, you. thank you. I <laughs> I actually I do have a really important question before we do open up chat mm -hmm. uh, open up questions to chat I do need to know how do you take your coffee cold mirror so I actually drink um, like a roasted barley version of coffee that's like so it's not coffee beans it's just roasted barley that I picked Ooh. up in Italy it's very common so instead of like decaf it's like a non-coffee version so it is decaf but and it's common out there and they call it cafe orzo um, and so I still drink that here it's kind of harder to get and then um, I I will put a tiny bit of creamer in it though, uh -huh. and then dip uh, biscotti in it, and that is my like I did that last night before bed, and it was I was so happy I was just dipping into the hot drink. So yeah, using my Bialetti Italian coffee maker, I'm on my third one now because I keep ruining them or having someone else ruin them by putting them in the dishwasher. Oh wow. no. Yeah, my mom, she thought she was helping. I mean, you she know. was hurting. <laughs> she was hurting. It was a, it was a, a no. So uh, this is a point where we share uh, Colmere's links. Guys, this Colmere is amazing. Please, all you folks in our chats, uh, if, you, if you aren't already following and supporting and subbing and sending all your bits to Colmere, then go do it now. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, we, we've shared his links. You can also check out his uh, podcast on Spotify. Uh, he's exactly the wonderful kind of people that we like to highlight and lift up uh, and, and help stay on this Twitch so, so that he can make the world a better place uh, yeah. just by being in it. So um, you're just, uh, <laughs> it's it really only two, just a bunch of times, but yeah. <laughs> uh, donating to Colmere's channel for pumpkin presidency. Absolutely. Yeah, I, su I support this. <clears throat> <laughs> absolutely um fun fact though for anybody that likes to bake they do always have cans of pumpkin available all year round so if you like baking you could just make yourself a pumpkin pie that's true that's true, that's so, true. yep yep i have to admit just that uh, star kitty and i 
this 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 last Thanksgiving we had uh, a pumpkin pie from we had a what was that one from half a pumpkin pie from Whole Foods and it was good it was you know edible it was enjoyable but then we we were like this wasn't enough because we got a half and, and shared it and, and it just wasn't enough and so we had, went and got another one at uh, Randall's of all places oh. and it was incredible it was one of the best pumpkin pies I've ever ever had it was so good we went and got another one <laughs> so we had two and a half pumpkin pies in the span of four days it was terrible <laughs> it is the perfect uh, food though so yeah. it was awesome all right so also, pumpkin chat. pancakes are so good anyways i could Ooh, i can go yeah. on and on and pumpkin on waffles. so you would Thanks you guys would totally dig if you ever make it to austin there's a place here called kirby lane cafe and they have the most amazing pumpkin pancakes um for sure okay. and they have them year round i think that i don't think it's just seasonal i could be wrong about that part but i'm pretty sure Ooh. So, um this is uh, that time guys where you all get to jump in and grill our man Colmere with the questions that you're curious about. While you all guys are, are queuing those up, uh, we have a couple of, of extra extras that we had from, mm -hmm. from our research. I actually, uh -huh. I actually would like to ask one of them. Go for I'm it. Cut, I'm going to cut in line. Yes, ma'am. Go right for it. Um, <laughs> hey, no uh, queuing. What, advi what advice would you give to somebody who's trying music for the first time? Mm -hmm. That's a good question because it's certainly like hard. Music is like learning a language where like the older we get, it feels like really hard to grasp at the beginning. Um, but I would say um, like, yes, go like lessons are the best thing you could do, but that's not like financially like viable for many people. So honestly go on YouTube, um, get a crappy instrument from, I'm sure if you just like message like, Instagram story, Facebook, whatever you do, I'm sure a friend has a loaner instrument somewhere in your circles that they would just be willing to let you borrow. Mm -hmm. And then just use YouTube. Like you don't need to feel ashamed about not being very good or this or that. Um, just try and reach out to those around you. I think you cannot fail. Like you, you want to fail, but you need to try first and then just keep going from there. Yeah. Love it. Well said. Well said. Love it. Love it. Love uh, it. Leaf asks, Cole, how many instruments have you owned over your life? Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> um, I'm on uh like my I've like I have three guitars in this household with another on the way, and I've owned like two or three more before that that I've like either sold or given away to family. So like seven, eight guitars probably now. I guess with the bass, eight guitars total. Mm -hmm. A dulcimer, which is kind of a random folk instrument that mm -hmm. um super cool super cool uh i've owned a couple different electric keyboards oh man the counts yeah i've owned two drum sets now one of them is set up full-time in my bedroom right now mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. oh my gosh some bongos uh shaker clave oh it never ends mm -hmm. a lot of instruments <laughs> yeah i have owned two instruments in my life one of them was a flute Ooh. and one of them was a clarinet. And I gave them both away to, to um, middle schoolers that were learning to do marching band. Cause I was right a marching on. band, fun fact. 
Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. great. That's Clarinet. the best thing to do with instrument, like old yeah. instruments. You're not using whatever. Yeah, just give them away. Agreed. Yeah, that's super sweet and, of you. Yeah, agreed. I did drumline through high school, so I mm-hmm. the marching band thing was real. It was great mm-hmm. too. So mm-hmm. the competition is fierce. Yeah, we were not good. <laughs> My marching band instructor was very, very passionate. Um, military <laughs> man. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And I'm just like, you can't boss me around. (laughs) Uh, uh, Epsions asks, um, what was a meal you had in Italy that blew your mind? So, like, um, we got invited in off the street to, like, eat with this Italian family on, like, my third day in Italy, which was, like, wild. Did I come on in and eat with us? I was like, okay. And... (laughs) Pre-Italy, I didn't really like onions or olives very much. And sure enough, it's like an onion cake, basically. It is just like a thing. I don't know what it was still to this day. But it was just this like onion, yeah, sort of like bunt cake is what it looked like. Like topped with olives all around it. And I ate that thing and had never been happier in my life with food, probably. Wow. Because like the company, like... I'm three days in Italy, so I don't speak super well, but I understand food. So I'm yeah. like, in, like, I feel like we're communicating through food. Mm-hmm. And the experience is like stuck with me for sure. Cause like their hospitality and kindness, mm-hmm. which was never, that never happened again, <laughs> to be honest. But in that way, like I ate with yeah. the time people, but not like right now, come inside, eat dinner with us, you know? Mm-hmm. And amazing. Not a typical experience. Like, yeah. I have some bad experiences eating in Italy too, but that was the best one. It's amazing. Amazing. It's it's funny how how sometimes our preconceived notions about things can be shattered by one experience, you know? I yeah, I still I don't like pickles and I really wish I did. So once a year I try eating one to see if I like it. Maybe this year. 2023 I still don't like them. Wow, so. I don't like them you either. have a, a kindred spirit there. I and I have tried to like pickles. I've tried my best, but just the <laughs> the smell of pickles next to me at the dinner table makes me want to vomit. What about cucumbers by themselves that aren't aren't? I love cucumbers. Great. What, yeah. Why did the cucumber have to become the pickle? By the way, we right. have pickled peppers. We have pickled onions. Yeah. Like I was going to ask for that. What about jalapenos? I jalapenos. love yeah. the thing is I love pickled jalapenos. Mm. I've had pickled garlic. I've had I've had a lot of things that have been pickled. I honestly think it's the dill. But the thing is, I know that there's pickles that don't have dill, and yet those still make me want to just go rip my tongue out. Um, <laughs> they're not so good. So they're not good. They're just not we, good. We are right. What about yes, sweet yes. pickles, <laughs> Druid? Have you ever? I listen. I've tried. I have tried. Cole, Cole, Mir and I have tried. Like. Because trust me, the passionate, the passion, the people, there's people out there that are so passionate about pickles. And I'm like, I get it. It's fine. It's Mm -hmm. fine. It's fine. But you know what? I can't. I've tried. That's right. I I drink kombucha. Yeah. I have have (laughs) taken shots of apple cider vinegar for funsies. But I cannot for the life of me figure. I can't. I get it. I get it. <laughs> Human palate is a complex thing. Mm-hmm. So Cole, no for an ass. Have you ever made a song with another person? And if so, would you do it again in the future? 
Yeah, I have. It's never been like, I've never done it in the virtual current day where you're like sending audio files back and forth to each other type stuff. Mm -hmm. It's always been like in-house writing a song together and recording together. And that's been really cool. In fact, I've recorded one EP, not of my own music, but like in a studio, like a proper like recording with another band. And I got to write my own piano parts, which was nice. Like they just trusted me enough to like, we'll tell you what we don't like, go for it though. And it's so cool because it's just like a community type thing. I know a lot of music today is just one guy at home doing it all by himself, you know, and that's just normal because we have the tools for that to be possible. But I think it'd be so fun to do more music with friends. Uh, I play in like a group right now and it's fun writing together and feeding off each other's ideas. Right on, right on. Tan Tan Tater asks, uh, tell us about your favorite TV shows and movies of 2023. Oh, great question. 2023 has been a great year, everybody. Um, my favorite movie uh, was an A24 film called Past Lives. And um, it was very, very much like of a kind of like a what if love story in a way. And it was just beautifully written and shot. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, I'm trying to think of other movies off the top of my head right now. I need to pull up my letterbox. But uh, I just saw the new... Iron Claw, which is the new wrestling movie about with Zac Efron. I saw the early screening uh, on Wednesday. And that was wild. And I'm excited to hear what Epps and other friends who are more into wrestling than I am think about it. But the TV shows have been the standout this year. Uh, my favorite was The Bear Season 2, which is like that cooking kitchen show, Chicago-based mm -hmm. show. And it was just so good. I've rec Everyone who knows me from my stream knows I can't shut up about it. Um, but I also liked the new Castlevania show on Netflix, ultimately, mm -hmm. like enough. Uh, Beef, which was a Netflix show. And uh, The Last of Us did live up to the hype, I think. So, oh, I need to finish Beautiful. that one. <clears throat> Beautiful. I enjoyed it. Last episode's in Salt Lake City, which is where I'm at. So that was kind of fun. Interesting. Love it. Uh, on that note, I know there's there's probably a lot of good rock climbing where you're at. Uh, what's the highest uh, you've, you've climbed, Leaf asks? Yeah, so I've done, there is one climb I've done that's 2,000 feet long, but it's not like one sheer cliff, so it doesn't look as visually like cool as El Capitan or anything in Yosemite. Right. But in Zion National Park, I have done a 1,200-foot sheer cliff route uh, and slept on the like one of those ledges that's hanging from the wall, you know? Like, wow. Uh, and that was, that was pretty, that was kind of, you know, you see people do it. You see these movies, I think climbing has blown up a little bit the last yeah. few years, like mm -hmm. free solo came out and everyone saw that movie. So being up there sleeping on a ledge, when you have to go to the bathroom in the night, you just wake up and pee off the edge, you know, like <laughs> that was just, and we didn't even have bolts holding us up. We had our own gear in the cracks. Like that's what was hanging, holding us up, you know? Wow. So. You Amazing. brave, brave souls. I can't. Indeed. I like my feet being like firmly on the ground. I'll climb a tree. Yeah. That's about it. <laughs> That's about it. What's your past, <laughs> what's your past 70 feet? You're probably going to die anyway. So, you know, I was just like, eh, it's, it's either death or death. Let's just keep, <laughs> keep, keep climbing up. 
Oh, lordy, lordy, lordy. Um, uh, you can choose to answer this if you would like to. Uh, Twisted 4 says, Cole, I know it's been a while. Twisted. But how are you and your family? Glad to see oh, you're still making content. Thank you. I'm uh, doing great. The kiddos are my kids. I have twin boys who turned three in February. Mm-hmm. And they're just like so much. This is like, it's a difficult age, like potty training. My mm-hmm. kid pooped. Like we were like, we won't put a diaper on him last night. And there was just poop coming out of the bottom of his pajamas. And I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I had to deal with that. But yep. uh, it's just a fun time. I just built them a bunk bed. Like, and they're just family's great. Thank you for asking. Right Wonderful. on, right on. Uh, Aw. Three, I've babysat a lot and I've spent a lot, like I have a lot of nieces and nephews. I think three is so fun because they're just balls of chaos. And chaos. I'm just like, absolute chaos rubbing dirt. Like, I, I love it so much. And they just feed off each other. Mm-hmm. It's insanity. Mm-hmm. Uh, Minus asks, what is Cole's favorite office quote? Oh, that's a good that's question. A good question. Um, man, I, it's, it's been a while ne- ever since The Office came off Netflix. But, um, we the one we always quote all the time is uh, I, I don't know if you guys have seen The Office, but I've seen snippets. I know some quotes, so I might know. Oh, okay. It. Um, one of my favorite scenes is when Dwight Burt, like pretty much does a fake office burning to see like, how everyone would react. And he smokes a cigarette and he goes today fires or today smoking's going to save lives. And he throws the cigarette in the trash can and then chaos ensues, you know, uh-huh. so with that or the classic OD, 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 but yeah, yeah it's just, it seems wrong out of context, but oh, well. Okay. So I don't get any, I don't get most pop culture stuff I, I, or TV. I don't watch TV shows. I don't watch movies. I'm one of those weirdos. Um, so anytime people are like, yeah, it's awful. It is awful for everyone around me. Uh, <laughs> if you ever want to talk true crime though, I'm your gal. Um, Tan Tan Tater asks, What's a streaming category you would like to try in the future that you haven't tried yet? That's a good question. I think I've thought about doing this recently is just like, I haven't really done just chatting as like a t- category, at least not, but it, it would be fun to just like spend a stream, like building a puzzle, I mm-hmm. think. And my idea is I have like a big record collection and like a, like a record player. So getting my record player set up to my audio for my PC. So like listening to records on stream while like building a puzzle for like a cozy mm-hmm. stream oh, sounds wow. like really enjoyable to me. Yeah. That sounds I, so much fun. It does. Fun fact, you can order personal customized puzzles on Amazon. So I helped my, so my, my brother is getting gifts for a bunch of family and, um, and he, I found I was able like they were like I want a 500 piece puzzle and I'm like I know you guys are sentimental so let's see if we can uh get one with like a picture on it. Fun fact you can. That and, is awesome. Uh, mm-hmm. Yep. That's so a now they're gonna have they're gonna have personalized uh 500 piece puzzles with pictures of them and it's nice. gonna be great. That's cool. fantastic. That's such a good idea. On that note, I like that question enough that I I think we should also direct that at us too, Druid. 
Same, same mm. question that, that she asks to you. What's the stream category you'd I've like talk, to try I've in the future? I've talked about it. You, huh? I've talked about it. Well, share with the Do you the remember poster. it? Do huh? you remember? Do you remember, Stormy? Uh, we've talked about lots of things, so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, cooking. Yes, she wants to do, <laughs> oh, she wants yeah, to do yeah. Elder Scrolls cooking and D&D &D cooking. This, yep, this is the Heroes Feast cookbook. I love that. Um, I, I collect cookbooks. I also have Snoop Dogg's cookbook. Um, I, I, I'm a collector of cookbooks. Um, I am, I, I did like, I've, uh, many people may know Izo, uh, or Isolade or Isolade or however you want to say it, but Izo, Izo's a, one of mine and Stormy's moderators who lives in Sweden. And I would go through, he would send me recipes and I would make them, but not on stream. And this was like when we used to moderate for somebody else. And it was always so much fun and so chaotic, but I love cooking. And oh, so that would be. That's awesome. Uh, I was thinking it would be fun next year if I can find this space. Like I, I can't promise anything like this, but I, I really would like to do an exercise stream and I would call it the Witcher workout. <laughs> and basically, yes. I would, you know, I would kind of dress up like the Witcher, and I'd do a mixture of yoga and Pilates and, and body weight exercises, and uh, and probably do some some weapon poses. <laughs> I don't know. That's it could so be fun. Great. <laughs> we'll have to buy you some armor. Yep. Yep. Weight or at least training. a costume armor. Um, <laughs> all right. So, oh, no. Actual armor. It has to be real armor. Well, he wears, <laughs> le he wears leather armor, so costume I, armor isn't much different. I know. Just um, think. So, Wheelie asks, so which place serves the best margarita pizza? Great question. Oh. If we were talking about it earlier. Yeah, I'm only going to be able to speak to, like, where I live locally. Sure. But um, there's an Italian joint here called Pizzeria Tasso, and they have their own, you know, big giant wood fire oven. Uh, it's actually like, portable too. It's like hooked up to a trailer. So they're open Monday, Friday, Saturday, and then cater during the week. And for whatever reason, that place just gets the right ingredient. They just they spend the extra money to get ingredients from better places. And I just think it's. It's so good. They used to do $5 margarita pizza Monday. Uh, we'd go get like two each and just stuff ourselves full. So that's my pick. Nice. Pizza's nice. the best. Um, the next one that I see is from Tan Tan, which is... Actually, no. It's from No Phone. Uh, what cooperative game would you want to play with others? Oh, that's a great question. I've talked to actually no foreign about this a little bit and mm -hmm. I know minus plays it, but I would love to do some more gunfire reborn on stream, which is a first person shooter, but like roguelike co-op game. So it's very like cartoony. Like it's not, it's not like I'm not great at shooters, so I'm too stressed to play mm -hmm. like a CSGO type game. Um, so something like that, I think, would be a lot of fun. I also do love watching and playing Lethal Company, which is the big one right now. Mm -hmm. Right. Because it's just com like random tomfoolery left yep. and right. Yeah. Yeah, we've seen it. It just we haven't gotten a chance to find the time to do it. We like I'm curious about that. Stormy really wants to get Stormkeep in on playing Lethal Company. I've been yep. working on B getting BT down for it, but he yep. keeps going. He keeps 
him hawing. Him hawing. <laughs> it's not fine. to blast you out in front of everyone, BT, but <laughs> love fine, you. BT. I'm not sorry. Uh, it's your turn. How oh, is it? Okay, Tantan asks, if you had to choose a song, album, or movie that summarizes you in a nutshell, what would it be? Oh. Oh, that's Ooh, tough. I like this question so much. That's a good uh, question. We should all answer this one. This is good. That's a great question. That's a tough one, though. I don't know how um, I'm going to answer it. You know how you're going to answer it? I don't. Oh, yeah. No, I was like, <laughs> please go. Um, um, if I had to do, I don't know, I'm thinking of like characters that I think I relate with now, but, um, mm, I do, there's an album by uh, a band I like called Fleet Foxes called mm -hmm. Helplessness Blues that I really like. And I think I relate to, um, specifically like the title track. Uh, yeah, I guess she said Sog. Yeah. So I could do Sog. Um, which, yeah, kind of talks about, like, I'd rather be more than just, like, a functioning cog in this, like, whatever I'm in. Like, I want to be more than that. And mm -hmm. I've, like, related to that for sure. I'm going to keep thinking, though, about album and movie because that's a, it's a great question. It is. It's good. I love your answer, though. That's beautiful. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> uh, Drew, did you come up with one or shall I go next? I don't watch TV or movie shows. <laughs> but you listen to music. I listen to, okay, okay, well, hold on. Let me see if I can even find the song name. All right, while she's looking, I'll tell you guys. For me, it would be a song called The Wall by Kansas. So if you ever get a chance to listen to it, guys, uh, it's a pretty cool song. I love, it's, it's one of the songs that tells a story, you know? Uh, in fact, a lot of some of the band, you know, a lot of bands used to do that. They used to their whole either a song would tell a story or the whole album would tell a story, and and uh, yeah. <clears throat> um, basically anything by Hai Lung, which is a Norse band that does. They run around with antlers and in the woods, and um, they're <laughs> wild and whimsical. And <laughs> should have guessed me. that. <laughs> They, and it's not in English, and I don't understand any of the words, but I'm just like, I want to just go run around in the woods barefoot now. So there we go. I thought of something. <laughs> That's a great answer. Both of those are great answers. <laughs> I do, too. I do, too. I love it. One um, of my favorite bands is Sigaros, uh, and they're Icelandic, and I have no idea what they're saying. But It's so it good. It doesn't it matter, just, yeah. It just is just, ah. So oh. good. Wow, Drew, do you get a complicated question on this one? <laughs> Oh, by Wheelie F? Yep. Um, I consider you a very skilled gamer. So what would you say is the most difficult thing you've done in a game? Ooh. Not like not a self-imposed limit like a speed run must be a vanilla part of the game. Yeah. Uh, probably what Wheelie's doing right now. Which so this is just a self-compliment to Wheelie once uh -huh. he beats it himself. But um in Hollow Knight, there's a challenge where you have to fight every single boss in a row, uh, and you can't die. Like, you know, just one clean sweep of them all. Mm -hmm. Wow. Ending with some... And it's annoying because it takes, like, 45 minutes to an hour for, like, a complete run. And it doesn't really get hard until, like, 40 minutes in. So it's, like, mm. just annoying. It's a good thing for streaming because at least you can have some mm -hmm. company. So it's called Pantheon of Hollow Nest and... 
That sounds it's brutal. rough. That's it's a, rough. That's but a yeah, wow. outside of like challenge runs, yeah, it's it is like an achievement in the game, vanilla, like built in. So, Leaf, I'm sorry I made you feel attacked by how mad I am about pickles. This has just been a <laughs> lifelong issue that I, I've been I've been attacked. So it's one of those things where I go for the attack first now because. <laughs> <laughs> That's I have been great. attacked for not liking pickles for so long. <laughs> so I apologize. I apologize. Did not mean to make anybody feel Epps, Epps, that one of way. Epps comments cracks me up. They were they were just you know we're we're kind of behind chat, but they they were discussing uh, him peeing off the ledge while climbing, and and Epps said, "Takes notes. Don't follow Cole." <laughs> <laughs> um, True. <laughs> Uh, see, yeah, we already asked that one. Uh, oh no, Epps actually asked a different kind of question. When are we doing toilet reviews together? Yeah, yeah, Epps. Let's anytime. Um, I just need to schedule anything. Uh, but I'm like happy to review anything with anyone because like, not saying like with anyone. Like the people who are here right now, I trust and uh, know I could do it with, and it's just fun. I've done, yeah, the one with no foreign was so much fun. <laughs> Looks like Epps also made a comment. Do you do it? If you're going to do any Witcher anything, it's got to be a hot tub, Stormium. <laughs> no. Listen, <laughs> Witcher he, hot. we already have him in a maid costume. <laughs> so. And he's not allowed to do a hot tub interview until we meet up for TwitchCon 2024. <laughs> okay. Uh, All right. <laughs> Ooh, Tater Lord has a question that you can take their their druid. I uh, oh, um, Spud Solutions asks: Is there an obscure instrument you would like to learn? First of all, all hail Tater Lord. Mm -hmm, Second mm -hmm. off, um, the like the um. Ooh, like an obscure instrument I would like to learn would be like the sitar, I think. I don't think it'll ever happen because they're so big, expensive, and I can't see it happening. But I feel like one day it'll present itself that I'll be able to go, like, go to a clinic or a class. Mm -hmm. But in terms of outside of like the realm of like, I play very specific instruments, which are all like typical band, like rock mm -hmm. band instruments, like piano, yeah. bass, guitar, drums. I would love to learn the saxophone. Ooh. that's just a recent thing i've just a lot of jazz music is being played right now in my house and mm -hmm. that instrument just... have you ever have you ever played a reed instrument no i've never even tried listen <laughs> listen sucks <laughs> kidding. I, so um i play the uh this was i played i was in band in middle school right so i played the clarinet then i played the and then i played the bass clarinet and then I did uh, just regular clarinet and marching band. And uh, you got really got you really got to have lungs. I think that's one of the reasons why I'm so loud, is because like the but the diaphragm had to be trained, mm -hmm. especially for the especially for the bass clarinet or going up to like the double bass clarinet, where it's just like, mm. yes. So, but dude, uh, it's so much fun. We're at that point <laughs> yeah. where we, we got to start wrapping up the last few questions. So we're going to take two more questions from the audience, 
And uh, Colmere, <laughs> while we're yeah. looking for those, do you have any questions for us that you wanted to ask? Uh, first of all, I just want to say how grateful I am to you, too. I had to reschedule a little bit last night, and I was very appreciative of the willingness and just flexibility there with my like schedule and work schedule. Absolutely. No um, and I know, I feel like a lot of the questions I would like to ask, I probably have already, um, you've probably already answered on your recent episode where you did like a Q&A and stuff like that. But I guess, um, is there another system like outside of D&D 5e, what's like your favorite system that you've played or a system you would like to play? Oh, that's a great one. She, I know she can answer the second part of that. <laughs> uh, I'll let you go ahead and go first, Druids. Um, um, the only system I've ever played is D&D 5e. Um, my very first full true campaign was streamed live on Twitch. Um, so there's, uh, there's, uh, been a lot. It was, it was rough. It was it, rough learning. It, um, it like the stress and pressure of like doing it live on stream, but it's great now. I enjoy it. I love it so much. It's very fun. Um, I do what I would really love to learn the the suede system just because it was introduced to me for a short period of time and I'm just curious and I think that would be very fun. Um or I'm just still super down to build a system with Stormy. I think that would be just super fun. That's something that we started work on last year uh and we will eventually get it done. It's going to be a much bigger project than we realized though. So yeah. um <laughs> Yeah, we're working on other things for now, but I, I love the idea of it. I agree. And thank you for saying that, for reminding me, Druid. Um, for, for me, I've played a crap ton of different systems from the, all of the different editions of D&D all the way back to BX set. Uh, and then uh, I've also played some really old ones that don't exist. Any, well, I guess they probably have been re republished. Gamma World uh, is, is really cool. It's like the, the predecessor to... Um, Wasteland, uh, which was the predecessor to Fallout, uh, you know, effectively. Um, and, uh, uh, but, uh, I've, you know, I've played the, the Vampire series, Werewolf, you know, all the different, uh, I don't know, I've played a lot of different gaming systems. Um, and the, I think the question was, would, would, what was the, what would be one that I would want to play again or one that I would try that I haven't tried? Right, this the latter, yeah. Oh, I don't, man, I don't know. I guess actually, I I saw uh, a a Fallout perk tree system that seems like it could be a lot of fun to DM or play. Uh, That's cool, and it would be a neat kind of full circle thing to play that since since long time ago I played Gamma World, uh, and so it'd be neat to to play that as as a kind of a full, full circle thing. I love that. Yeah, I play uh, a bit of like Call of Cthulhu, so I like this. I like this. I like this spooky. Yeah, more shorter stuff, st more story element, less less fighty, more more uh, RPG, more role playing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I respect that. Cool. And, and we we when when I DM, I try and have a a healthy balance and a mix of the two. Probably probably leans. I would say we lean probably 10% to role play, roughly 60% role play and 40% combat. But it also depends on my, my group and what they, what, what I, you know, what, what they feel 
you know, they enjoy and stuff. So I would really I, like I the that. RP part. I knew she- I like to talk a lot. <laughs> it's very, very fun. All right, last two questions uh, for for our man Comir before we wrap up. Uh, Nana Cozy asks, "What type of social media do you digest? Is it mostly music or gaming related?" Um, mo, it's probably like a sixty forty of sixty music, forty gaming. Uh, lately, it's been a little bit more music influenced. I watch a lot of gear reviews, like pedal review videos, because I have a big old pedal guitar pedal board behind me mm-hmm. and uh things like that or just music theory i was mentioning earlier a lot of there's a great channel called 8-bit theory where it's a guy doing music theory with video game soundtracks as the examples which is mm. so cool to me because you get to see why something sounds the way it sounds not just mm-hmm. this sounds good but like they did right. this for a reason so that's really cool mm-hmm. Um, and then the gaming stuff I consume, I mean, outside of Twitch, which is more, I don't really consider game consumption, more of friend consumption. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I'll watch professional Rocket League with my little brother and game reviews, stuff like that. But yeah. Well, cool. Rocket League. I love that. It's All ridiculous. Right, I'm too old one. for that. Whichever huh? one you, whichever one you find, you get the last question tonight. Uh, we already talked about pickles. Um, Cole, would you play the? Uh, it's by Nahomi. Sorry, Nahomi. Why can't I pronounce this? I'll type it in chat. I'll show it in chat. Okay. Because I'm just silly and I cannot pronounce words. That was the question. Oh my god. That one. I don't know what that is either. So. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Wow. She went Uh, obscure for that one. Oh, I know what that is. I know exactly what that is. Uh, A quick Google search and everyone will know what that is, I think, or seen a video with it. But oh, really? um, it's like the little mouth thing. Like it, it looks like a music note with a mouth. And when you open it, it makes the sound and you have like your finger on the top for the pitch. Uh... Of, that would be great to have. I think also having kids, I feel like they would love that. Like, you know, I really ought to think about that. Homie, thank you. That's a great suggestion. I, I would play that. The answer is yes. Fantastic. And that's a perfect question to wrap up. My gosh. <laughs> Komir, thank you so much for being here tonight. And definitely thank you and our audience for being patient with our technical hiccup that was totally beyond our control. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we handled it. We handled it pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> Next time we'll have this as a backup or we'll switch to this permanently. One of the two. But uh, uh Komir, you're amazing and, and extremely talented and just a wonderful soul. And we appreciate you so much for being on the show. So. Hey, thank you so much. I uh, love you guys for doing this. And just, it's been great to be a part of this. It took me by surprise when I got the message from you. And I'm just, I'm very happy to have done this. So thank you for being here. We're honored. Yes. You honor us, sir. Thank you. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, oh, Druid, wow. Uh, despite the, the scuffness of the beginning, 
that turned out to be one of our best interviews without a doubt. Absolutely. Uh, what a well-rounded individual, just a, like a Renaissance man, a musician, yes. an adventurer. Uh, a speedrunner. Like he does so many things. It's, I'm, I'm, I'm super impressed. So uh, can't wait to see more of his content and help support him and bring more people to his, his show and his channel. Yes. So um, Cole makes us whole. Oh, that's pretty sweet, Tantan. Aww. I love it. It's perfect. <laughs> I love that. Um, all right. So now uh, uh, next week, remind me who we got on next week. Next week, we have Mr. Hildebrand, oh, 2 yeah. p.m. Central Standard Time. 2 p.m. Central. Super Time. excited. How did we get Mr. Hill? How did we meet Mr. Hildebrand? What's the story? We met, we met Mr. Hildebrand through Karen Chicago, oh, or okay. better known as Karen Chicago <laughs> on, here on Bandwidth and Banter. Right. Um, we are very excited. Um, it is going to be amazing. It is. It is. Guys, thanks again for coming out. Uh, Druid, thank you for being understanding, patient, and taking care of the folks while I worked out the scuffness. Always. Always down. Ready for um, the outro? Okay. Well, then, let's, uh, let's wrap this up. Uh, are you ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you for coming to the show. Please drop a like, subscribe, and comment down below. If you're listening to the podcast... Please rate and review the episode. We're bandwidth. And banter. Thank you. And good night. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye.